0: And now your host, making the case for the city he loves, attorney Arthur
1: Evening, It's Monday. It's New York. We are live and we are local. And we are here with uh, Mr. Bolino. How are you, sir? I am good, sir. How are you? Well, I'm really good. I owe you a tremendous debt of gratitude. Um, <clears throat> we have a, a little bit of a shindig this uh, Friday night. And um Mr. Sambolino very nicely uh has put together a playlist of uh songs that have been played on the Idola Power Hour over the last almost one year. And uh Matt, you sent it to me, I don't know, Thursday or Friday. Uh Friday I believe, yeah. And it's a two hour uh set list and I listened to it and it was really, really fantastic and it was Thank uh you. it was a lot of fun fun listening to. Um Marianne kept saying, like, why are we not listening to Christmas music? <laughs> I'm like, listen, it's Sam Boland, man. You know, I got to throw him some respect and make sure he doesn't mess the whole thing up. Uh, you know, I got a little tweaks here and there, but nothing of any substance. I will tell you um, on the air, uh, Matt, I probably need, like, another separate, like, 20-minute, half-hour list of, like, cool Christmas tunes, like Springsteen, okay. Santa Claus is Coming to Town, and the Mariah Carey, like, the fun, upbeat danceable, you know, crazy ones, probably for right after Rapid Pulse performs, if that's okay with I you. I could definitely do that. No problem. <clears throat> All right. Um, I hope everyone out there had a great weekend. I certainly did, and we'll talk about that a little while longer, uh, a little while down the road. Um, I'm going to throw in a number to you. <clears throat> 19.379 billion. 19.379 billion. And when you're in the billions we i think we could round up a little bit let's say 19 and a half billion dollars that is the um the mta new york city's mass transit authority that is their operating bu- budget their projections for this year that's about to end right 19.5 let's just say 19.4 okay 19.4 billion so there was a hearing today in the city council and the um the president who testified richard davy uh d-a-v-e-y he's the president of the mta's subway and bus systems he divulged to the city council's transportation and public safety committee that of the almost 20 billion dollars b b 1000000000 dollars the MTA is currently sh- shelling out 1 million dollars per month on private security guards who are posted at subway station turnstiles to deter fare evasion. Now, I can't do the math, but let's just say it is it's a million dollars a month for a year. That's 12 million dollars out of almost 20 billion dollars. I mean, what is that like? Point oh 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 one percent, something along those lines. And yet, and and it, they've already seen an uptick in revenue because these are security guards in uniform. Um, I don't know if they are armed, um, but they have already seen an uptick in fair revenue thanks to the security guards. And the uh, Richard Davies says that um, it's a wise investment because we're already seeing the money come back. Now, you would think that someone who's just looking at the math, so a city council person who's just looking at the math and says, okay, we have almost a $20 billion budget, and we know that there's an issue with crime. We know that people are, are afraid to go on the subways because of Crime. We know that Arthur Idala, when he leaves late at night, takes off his watch and leaves it in his desk drawer before he goes on the subway because of crime. So of course the trains and the buses need to run on time. But if people are afraid to go down there, then what use is it, right? If, if you build it and they don't come, what what good is it? Well, Brooklyn Councilwoman Darlene Mealy told the president of the MTA, "This is a waste of taxpayers' money." Millie, is a democratic member of the council's public safety committee argued that the money would be better spent on boosting the MTA's workforce whose members could perform the same job as the guards quote just hire more transit workers um okay maybe she's got a little bit of a a, a little bit of a, a point but that doesn't happen overnight right you don't just Apparently this decision was made and they hired an outside company and immediately these guards were there. And if they spot someone jumping a turnstile, the guards are supposed to alert NYPD officers so that they conduct an arrest or issue a summons. There are about 200 of these private security guards in the subway system as part of the fair evasion crackdown effort. And, um, uh, at a recent MTA board meeting, officials said the presence of the security guards has resulted in a hundred thousand dollar monthly revenue uptick. So now it's only costing us nine hundred thousand of the <laughs> twenty almost twenty billion dollar budget. Um, the MTA has projected it could lose as much as five hundred million dollars in revenue due to fare evasion this year alone. But and and look, I am all about the. Uh, They're getting the money back. But let's face it. We're all human beings, and whether we like it or not, there is a certain amount of comfort given to us when we see someone in uniform. And that may just be the conductor, right, or the person in the token booth. Now, they're not armed. I don't think they're black belts in karate. Um, But they – you assume they have a radio. You assume they can call for help. And these security guards, I'm going to put this – um, put them in that same that same uh, category it gives you a sense of comfort okay there's someone here who's part of the government and who else is part of the government the police department is part of the government so they're all you figure like they're all in the same family look you could look at Curtis Sleer and the Guardian Angels as much as Curtis says some crazy stuff on the radio um, you know, in the 80s and, and and early 90s when crime was running amok and you were on the subway and you saw those Red Berets come on, you are like, oh, cool. If something happens, at least there's someone here with a radio who actually is supposedly uh, knows karate and can step in and help us. So, uh, y- you know, I am all for the MTA taking matters into their own hands and trying to help a problem. And I've told this to Mayor Adams when we've been face-to-face. I've told this to many people in his administration. I've told this to at least two of the district attorneys, uh, Alvin Bragg and to uh, Eric Adams. When you're entering the subway and you have people, and now, and I'm paying, and there's someone just jumping, like blatantly just jumping the turnstile right in front of me, it sets a tone. The tone is... I'm like the law-abiding citizen, a.k.a. like, I don't know, wimp, loser, softy, whatever you want to call it. And then this is the, the, the BAMF, and if you've seen Pulp Fiction, you know what that stands for, you know, tough guy who's going to thumb their nose at the law. And if they're thumbing their nose at the law, jumping a turnstile in front of the the, uh, the, the clerk who's, you know, in the, in the toll booth or otherwise, it creates a sense of lawlessness, and that that aura just penetrates down the steps and, and onto the platform. And you know, I'm a subway rider. And it, it directly affects my life. And and no disrespect to the mayor or anyone else. Like I'm not a subway rider for like a stop. Like, oh like the police commissioner Sewell, I think she rode the subway like literally for a stop. You know, I'm going from literally all the way south Brooklyn into midtown Manhattan. The um The MTA should not be criticized for spending .00001% of their almost $20 billion budget on putting those guards there, even if it's for window dressing, literally window dressing. It'll make me feel more comfortable. Okay, that's cool. Look, there's one less person jumping the turnstile. And it gives you that peace of mind that, like, If something happens down there, you could run up and and there's a way to get some help, maybe a little faster than you just picking up your cell phone and calling because they may take your cell phone. Um, We are going to come back. We're going to talk a little bit about I want to talk a little bit about the World Cup in Argentina. Um, There's some stuff in the news about Mike and the Mad Dog. I hung a lot of Christmas lights and there's an article about new Christmas lights that supposedly they're like smart lights. Um the I, I went to the Amaze Light Show at City Field this weekend, and I'm gonna come back and talk about homelessness not only in the great city of New York, but nationally, and to show that you know, we are uh, we are not in uh, uh, the worst shape here in the, in the whole United States of America. So we're going to talk about live local issues in a very live way. It's not a podcast. Um, We're not talking about national stuff. We're live and local, and that's where we live here on AM 970, The
2: Answer. Join me, Dr. Amanda Williams, Scientific Director at Invite Health, Monday through Friday at noon to learn more about health, wellness, entertainment, and everything local. It is resolution season and I want to make sure you can obtain your health goals. You don't want to miss out on fascinating discussions that I have with guests from the fields of medicine, entertainment, fitness, and finance. Your health matters and your resolutions matter as well. Be sure to download our app through the App Store or Google Play Store so you can stay current with what's happening in the world of wellness. Visit invitehealth.com or call 800-673-2345 to find out why we are the leader in a personalized approach to health. Plus, take an additional 10% off your order. Use code 970 at invitehealth.com to save or call 800-673-2345. That's 800-673-2345. Get the most out of your lunch hour and achieve your resolutions with me, Dr. Amanda Williams, on AM 970 the Answer, Monday through Friday at noon.
1: As I spent time this weekend with Luca on Friday and uh, Arthur on Saturday primarily because he was busy Sunday and Ariana on Sunday because Arthur was busy so Ariana was free. These kids have their own little schedules. Um, You realize more than ever that planning for the future is so important and you have to make sure that you and your family are protected. If you're not around to make decisions, who will? Are your assets protected from probate and nursing home costs? The time to plan is now. You may need a will, a trust, a you definitely need a will. You may need a trust, a power of attorney, a healthcare proxy, a living will. Your overall estate plan, and that's what the goal is of Connors and Sullivan. Their attorneys are there to protect your rights and your interests. They've been helping people like you plan their estates and protect their families for over forty years. Visit them for a no-obligation, free consultation. Call Connors & Sullivan today to schedule a free in-person initial consultation with an attorney at any of their convenient locations in Brooklyn, Manhattan, Queens, and Staten Island. Call 718-238-6500. That's 718-238-6500. Or visit their website, connorsandsullivan.com. And remember, folks, the biggest mistake when it comes to estate planning is not planning at all.
0: Freehold Mitsubishi in Freehold Township, New Jersey is proud to be an automotive leader in our area and sponsor of the Power Hour with Arthur Idala. A new generation of independent, modern, and savvy consumers who want styling and value are looking at the all-new 2022 Mitsubishi Outlander and finding Mitsubishi's industry-leading 10-year 100,000-mile powertrain limited warranty and available seven-passenger seating makes Outlander an outstanding choice. Drive one today at Freehold Mitsubishi for best selection. Let's go! Visit FreeholdMitsubishi.com or call (sighs) 732-863-2788.
4: I've got the world on a string, sitting on a rainbow. Got the string around my finger. What a world, what a
1: life, I'm in love. All right. I got a song Francis that Albert, I sing. I can Happy birthday, lingo. Frank. Anytime you um, I move my you did what I I what think everyone should try to do, and it's. It, I don't think it's that hard it's to do. Thing. It's just different levels of it, as but I think I you'd stream, like to leave this world just a little bit better than you found it, and the joy and happiness that Frank Sinatra brought to billions, with a B, of people... Uh, not only in the course of his lifetime, but continues to do so, he achieved that goal. And, um, I, you know, I think that's a, a a goal everyone should strive for. And obviously, it doesn't have to be to the likes of Albert Francis Albert Sinatra. It could be as simple as planting a garden somewhere that didn't exist before. Um, obviously, raising a family and, and setting them on track for success in the future. You know what I'm saying. Um so we'll talk about Mr. Sinatra maybe a little later on with Christina Fontanelli, who's gonna jump on to talk about our Christmas concert in a little while. Uh I want to go back to a little bit about the subways and uh over the weekend I was at my friend Eric Hatsumos' home uh for his annual Christmas party, which was spectacular, and they're just a wonderful group of people who I usually only most of them only see once a year, but we have a wonderful time. It's something I look forward to annually. Uh, and the quality of people in that room are exceptional. It's just at his house, not like hundreds of people, but definitely a couple of dozens. Um, and we were talking about the subways and, you know, the, the different lines and, and maybe, you know, I don't ride like the blue lines, like the A and the C and the E. Um, you know, I'm more of a green line guy and a, and a yellow guy line and, a, and a, an orange guy line. Now, everyone who rides the subways know of what I speak. Um, the folks on the blue line were really talking about homelessness, homelessness, talking about Penn Station and homelessness. And let's face it, there are definitely people out there who are it's it's two things, though. It's homeless and mentally ill. They're two different things. There are some people out there who are just down on their luck. They hit a bad luck spree. They hit a skidding path and they're just, you know, they can't get their act together for whatever reason. And I will tell you as much as I think some of the things he says on the radios in, are insane, the person who I, I've seen getting on their knees and just chatting with these folks who are clearly not totally insane is is Curtis Slewa. you know, and and he'll just ask him straight up, like, "What happened? You know, how'd you get here? What what happened to you?" Um, you know, I I know, what I would say is like, you know, why don't you go to the Catholic Church? Why don't you go to the Salvation Army? Like, why? I mean. This is America. This is New York. There are places you could get help. But I'm not Curtis. I'm not getting on my knees and speaking to these people. I occasionally put a, a dollar in their cup, especially if they're performing or doing something along those lines. Then I always put a dollar, something in their cup, at least a dollar, today's day and age. Uh, and then they're the mentally ill who are clearly they in, in drastic need for help. But we talk about New York, New York, New York. Let's talk about Los Angeles for a second. Put things in perspective. Los Angeles Mayor Karen Bass vowed Monday to hold nothing back in handling rampant homelessness after declaring a state of emergency on her first day in office. So the mayor of L.A., and it's a, an argument could be made right after New York City, L.A. is the next big, you know, big to do city in the United States of America. Uh, you know, along with. Washington DC with their homeless situation I haven't seen LA's but I see Washington it's insane they have tent cities everywhere ready for this the mayor of Los Angeles the new mayor bass signed an emergency declaration at a news conference where she compared homelessness to a natural disaster and promised to use non-traditional methods to to curb it, quote, the death rate and mass displacement of L.A.'s homelessness crisis exceeded those of our most tragic natural disasters like the North Bridge earthquake and Hurricane Harvey. It is long overdue that we have declared it an emergency. The Emergency Operations Center, an effective strategy against uh, homelessness cannot be run like just any other city function. We will increase the scale and speed of the city's approach to homelessness by removing it from the traditional city hall way of doing things. Wow. I mean, that's, you know, good for her. I don't exactly know what it is, what, what she plans on doing it. But, uh, it, it one of the things I know is they said some city owned buildings that w- could be used for, uh, housing. Uh, you know, maybe they turned into uh, a place to put homeless people now. Again, there is a huge difference, and this is no news flash, uh, walking down the street between homeless people and mentally ill people. And Mayor Adams here is, uh, has made that differentiation, and you know, he's trying to put some teeth in some of these laws that allow, um, city agencies to pull people. Uh, off the street who are clearly mentally ill. Um, you know, everyone has rights, right? <clears throat> this is what I do for a living. Some people are like, well, how do you defend these people who accuse these horrible crimes? Well, I'm really defending the Constitution of the United States and making sure that all of the rules are followed and that there are no shortcuts taken that impose on people's rights. But everyone has rights. So the prosecutor in the courtroom, they have certain rights to prosecute the case a certain way, and as a defense attorney, you're making sure the defendant has rights that are protected as well. Well, as citizens, we have a right to to safety, and you know some of these these mentally ill uh, people who are on the street really infringe upon that. Um, and it's interesting to see. If we get more aggressive in our policing of these people, and I, my heart breaks for the cops who have to deal with these folks. I mean, it, it really does because they're a lot of them are big human beings who are aggressive, uh, or who could be, or could potentially be aggressive. And you know, I don't think this is really what a police officer signed up for. I mean, he signed up for someone, you know, robbing a store or, or someone's pocketbook or, or burglarizing a place, but not some person who's literally out of their mind. Uh, you know, a, a speeding ticket a cop signed up for. and And how do you deal with these people? I mean, I know this sounds horrible, but for everyone's safety, you almost want to, like, tranquilize them somehow or another so that they don't hurt themselves or, or anyone else. Uh, You know, of course, if you say that in the wrong room, yeah, if I see someone who's losing their mind on the corner of 45th and 5th and screaming and yelling and clearly they're in their own head and they're seeing things that aren't there and they're talking total gibberish, I don't know, for their own safety, for their own sake, is it better for them to now get into a wrestling match with a police officer or figure out some way to give a very light tranquilizer that will just mellow them out and take them to a treatment center where they can get help. Um, Sometimes, you know, there's an expression, don't let perfection get in the way of the good. You know, if we're so focused on doing things so perfectly that, okay, then let's just not do anything at all. In other words, let's just let these people roam the streets, In the winter with no clothes, let them be in soiled clothes. And and this way we're not violating their rights as opposed to saying, look, we're going to take the risk of getting yelled at by a judge or getting sued at, getting sued by the ACLU or someone because we did take this person. We did bring him to a hospital. We did have them medicated. And guess what? They're doing a little bit better now. And now they're actually agreeing to go into a shelter. They're agreeing to accept these clothes and their quality of life has gone up exponentially. But we violated some of their rights by taking them against their will. It's not a a simple equation regarding the law, regarding human beings, regarding humankind. I think it is. I mean, look at a child. We violate children's rights all the time, right? I mean, I mean, because they're under the age, and we tell them what to do, what to eat, what 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 to drink, what to wear. They got to wear a helmet. They got to wear a seatbelt. They got to be in a car seat. What do we do that for? We do that to take care of them. We're doing that to protect them, not to hurt them. Well, can you make the same analogy for someone who sadly has lost their way mentally? Not that they're down on their luck and they're sleeping on the street corner and they know their name. They know they're know who the president of the United States is. They know where they are. They're clearly with it. They've just either decided that they want that life or they've come, out, come on hard times. I'm not saying you grab those people. But the people who – and look, in Bayside, Queens, you may not see many of these people. In Bay Ridge, Brooklyn, you may not see many of these people. in certain. I mean I don't think there's anywhere in Manhattan that's immune from seeing people who are just – out there um, but ultimately this is clearly not just a New York problem if you look on online you look at some of the pictures of the homelessness and its a situation in Los Angeles in Washington DC in Baltimore in Miami in San Francisco forget about San Francisco Chicago we're fighting the good fight we want this to be the best city in the world in my opinion it is the best city in the world but we can always make it better um, Let's all be in this together. There are more police officers out on the street right now um, during the holidays here in Midtown Manhattan than than you'll see in the the typical time of year. I thank all of them. I say hello to as many of them as I can. Give them the thumbs up because they got a tough job and we got to have their back. We're going to come back. Of course, it's Monday. We're going to talk a little bit of cars with Lauren Fix. Don't go away.
0: There's a lot to learn and understand when getting ready to buy a home. Having a right lending team in place who can help is important. The lending experts at Citizens Bank can answer your questions about home borrowing or how to get started with a mortgage pre-approval. Call Citizens Bank at 212-857-6668, 212-857-6668, and ask a citizen. Mortgages are offered and originated by Citizens Bank NA, NMLS number 433960 equal housing lender. Ready to start a business in New Jersey? The state's New Jersey Business Action Center is here to guide you through the process. Call us at 1-800-JERSEY-7. That's 1-800-JERSEY-7. This message sponsored by the New Jersey Business Action Center, the New Jersey Broadcasters Association, and this station. How will the markets respond now that the jobs report from last Friday and the Fed's statement last Wednesday have been combined? Hillary Kramer will be with us at 7 o'clock tonight on Radio Night Live's Money Night to break it all down. Plus, tips, tips, and more tips. That's tonight at 7 on Radio Night Live.
1: All right. So you know I'm talking about being in the courtroom all the time. We're actually going to start a whole um, campaign, I think, in twenty. 23, you know, Idola, Bertuna and Camons were your courtroom attorneys um, because someone here is always in a courtroom literally five days a week, uh, sometimes seven days a week if there are weekend arraignments. It's awesome. Uh, I love it. I love my job and it's exciting. Well, there is another way for you to be integrally involved in the legal field besides going to law school. Besides taking a long time to go to law school and get the bar, at best, it's four years, usually. Um, It costs a lot of money and loans and all that stuff. But if you want to be the thick of it, if you really want to be like, wow, I'm a major player here, you become a court reporter. It is a high-powered and lucrative career. And... um, the demand for them now is higher than ever before. So it's not like you're going getting out of school and like, oh, what am I going to do? How am I going to find a job? Court systems, schools, television stations, they're all looking for those professionals to record and caption everything from depositions to court cases to live events. The NCRA has partnered up with Plaza College to offer a free two-week virtual seminar that gives you a glimpse into the world of court reporting and captioning. The program is called A to Z, and it's being offered free and can be completed from the convenience of your home. So how do you find out about it? It's so simple. You just send a quick email. Info, I-N-F-O at plazacollege.edu. That's info at plazacollege.edu. Email today, info at plazacollege.edu. Listen
3: to us online at am970theanswer.com. Tune in, iHeart, Alexa, or odyssey.com.
0: Freehold Mitsubishi in Freehold Township, New Jersey, is proud to be an automotive leader in our area and sponsor of the Power Hour with Arthur Idala. Come experience the all-new 2023 Mitsubishi PHEV, our plug-in hybrid electric vehicle. Bold, capable, electrifying. Reserve yours today. Visit FreeholdMitsubishi.com or call 732-863-2788. Freehold Mitsubishi, just a short ride from anywhere in the Metro Tri-State area. 732-863-2788. We're back to the Arthur Idala Power Hour with New York City's preeminent trial attorney and quintessential New Yorker, attorney Arthur Idala.
1: Happy Monday night! We are live at 6:33 p.m. in New York City. Uh, I just want to give a quick little plug to City Field. Yes, here in Queens, City Field. Um, Marianne and Arthur and Ariana. Uh, We all went to the light show there. It's called Amaze, A-M-A-Z-E. And they basically take, it's hard to figure out. Look, I don't know City Field that well, like the way I do Yankee Stadium. But it was all outside. You're never in the actual ballpark. Um, But I think it's all the parking lots they take over. And they have these, like, incredible um, lit, figures like huge candy canes and huge snowmen, but huge, I mean like, you know, 20 feet tall snowmen and, and 20 feet tall Santa clauses all, you know, all lit up. They're like, they are lit. They are lighted themselves. They are lights. In other words, it's not like there's lights shining on them. They're made out of the lights. Um, and they were all, there was like a winter wonderland thing. There was a candy land. Like there were all different sections of, um, themed lights. It was great. And then there was uh, places to eat. There was all kinds of food trucks. I got to give a shout out. There was a Sicilian rice ball truck there. And there's a lot of rice balls out there. And I'm not going to go as far as saying like I'm the king of the rice ball. But I know a lot about rice balls because my mother's family comes from Palermo in Sicily. And I've spent... More time there than I could ever count in that whole region from as far east, uh, west, I should say, as San Vito Lo Capo to as far west as as Cefalu. That's all like around generally the Palermo areas, um, Casa del Monte del Golfo. I mean, the rice balls there, I mean, all of Sicily has unbelievable rice balls. But the real rice ball, I don't know if you know this, Sambolino. It's got the ground meat and those peas inside. Are you gotta hip have to the this peas, yeah. Okay, thank you. Oh, I was afraid you were gonna drop the ball on the peas. <laughs> no, you got. I mean, so they had this cart, and now they weren't the huge rice balls like my aunt makes, whether it's my aunt Melina here in New York or my aunt Tanina in Bologneta. But uh, so they weren't like the ones that look like the size of a in between a baseball and a softball. These were these were the size of like a a nice smaller size tennis ball um they were delicious i must have had 3 of them that was my my big meal but I, it is definitely worth going to see maze a m a z e at city field and um i hung a bunch of christmas lights this weekend um the house is looking pretty cool i really get into it i get a little ocd on it keep running back to the hardware store on my buddy mike on third avenue 79th street in bay ridge um buying more lights and more extension cords and more timers and Marion's like okay honey i think it's enough my neighbor across the street and she goes um i think they could see your house from space arthur i think you're good but mike you i uh, matt you've walked by the house right
0: yeah, I've seen it,
5: and you always do a great job decorating. I, I haven't seen it with the Christmas decoration, so I'll
3: have well, to pass. pass you
1: got to take your little one and pass by. Um, so, a friend of mine got a call that a Toyota Supra, whatever the the top of the line one is, um, has been has come in and um, is going to be ready for delivery in the middle of January. And to say she's excited. Um, would be a tremendous understatement. So let's get a quick review on the 2023 Toyota Supra from Lauren Fix. Hello, how you doing? What do we think of the 2023 Toyota Supra? Stick. Well,
5: if you buy the GR Supra, that's the that's, way to go. They're, that's what you got. That's the one. Good. That's what you got. That's the one. They're nice, they're really nice. they did a great job with it. I mean, price point's not so great, but you know, hey, you know the more the what one higher ones you get the more expensive because I think that's probably true with anything, but if you're looking at the top of the line, uh you're looking at the manual transmission uh standard 6 speed and they come it's with, called you know, it's some, called a
1: because she showed me the sticker it's called a mm-hmm. smart manual transmission. you have any idea what that means? Yeah, it means it's got rev matching. So what that okay. means is when
5: you're when you're shifting, if you're not used to heel and toe down shift, it'll rev match. I, I'm very deep in the weeds for the average person. <laughs>
1: no, I, I, but, but I get it. Um, and one last question, and then we can move on to whatever the hot topics are right now with Lauren Fix. Um, uh, I was asked a question by a person who loves the individual getting the Supra. Here's the quote unquote. Will she be safe?
5: Oh, absolutely. It's a Toyota
1: product. All the safety features come standard with it.
5: It has adaptive suspension. I mean, it's really an easy car to drive. And I know people look at size, but don't, because my son had a Mini Cooper. He was in an accident. Every airbag went off. In that case, that vehicle is made by BMW, and it saved him. And to the point that my daughter was so thrilled, she bought a Mini. So, you know, don't go necessarily by size. It's based on the safety features that are coming standard with the vehicle, Toyota's always come standard with their safety features. Honda does as well, a couple other brands. Um, so if you're going to buy any new vehicle, always buy up on safety. You can add cool wheels and a different audio system later. We cannot add safety. That is, There's no way to add it. So don't you know keep out when it comes to that.
1: So, you know, it's interesting along those lines. And just this is Lauren Fix and how valuable her advice is. Um I bought – when the, I told you this. When the gas crisis went crazy, I flipped out. Even today, I filled up my wife's SUV. It was $100. But uh, but mm-hmm. th- three months ago, it was 120 or whatever. Five months ago, it was $120. It's so I went out and I bought – yeah, I'm, I'm aware. And I, but I went out and I bought this Fiat 500 Abarth um, rather mm-hmm. quickly. And the one thing that it doesn't have, the only thing that it doesn't have that I wanted is it doesn't have any kind of a sunroof thing. And I, um, mm-hmm. I looked up, like, can you put it in? And it was, like, big, absolutely not, because there's all airbags up there. And the you ones don't want that to are do qu- that anyhow. I know. But the ones that are, well, I was, it's just a fun thing. But it said, though, the, it, it the really ones cool. that are, the ones that uh, come with the, the standard sunroof the airbags are located in a different location than the ones that not and and whatever so that little fiat 500 i think has eight airbags in it and the it's a relatively small little car to have eight airbags but hopefully i'll never use but you
5: know what you need that god forbid you need it the one thing i can replace cars all day long i can't replace you Uh, oh lauren fix lauren
1: give me (laughs) give me some update what's new in the world of automobiles
5: Oh, there's a lot going on. Oh, my gosh. I've been so darn busy. Uh, one of the things that, that I just posted, and this is very interesting because a lot of people don't realize it, It's no joke that Switzerland is looking to ban electric car charging to avoid blackouts. And you're thinking, well, how is that? Well, when they decided to go green, everyone jumped on board. They incentivized people buying electric cars. And everyone was very excited to do so, thinking this is the right thing to do. That includes France and Germany, where – Switzerland gets the bulk of their electricity. And so that's why things got kind of ugly. So while they're all, they only have wind and solar, they don't have enough to charge everything. And it just makes things really frustrating. Um, and so for the average person, you don't think about this, but the European Union jumped onto this electric bandwagon, and it's now been a proposal. It has not been confirmed. And until it's firmed up and it's been voted in, there could be a lot of public pushback when you think about you can't use things. I have to tell you this because California is following suit with the same problem. Let's hope New York is because usually we follow suit with uh, California. But what they've told people to do, no leaf blowers. you got to turn down the temperature of your water for hot water for washing. Turn down the temp- Turn down the temperature on your refrigerator. And if you're going to download videos because you're stuck at home and you're not allowed to go anywhere because you don't have an electric car where you're going to travel unless you walk – they will only let you download videos in SD. So right now, when you download right. cool stuff, whatever HD, you want to see, right. it's in HD. High this definition, is regular definition. It's like, oh my gosh, take
1: away everything. But let's go back to candles and dial phones. I mean, this is crazy. Another so. edition of Lauren Fix on the Idola Power Hour, really toting the the beauty of the electric car. <laughs> <laughs> Lauren, you, at least you're very, very consistent. Meanwhile, I saw—is it the new Mercedes or the new BMW, the i7 or? Uh, you know oh, i mean nice. they're they're pushing you know i mean look the the electric stuff is it's not going anywhere i mean there may have to be tweaks right. and, and turns and this and mm-hmm. that but they are they're not going anywhere
5: well here's something interesting to note bmw hyundai and uh toyota have all said we are not going 100 percent electric and neither is porsche they're going to have a mixture of gasoline powered cars hybrid power and plug-in because they know if they go to all one direction like some brands have decided they're going to do there could be a problem if there's a shift in public demand or if the administration changes because we don't know who's going to come in after biden that whoever that may be may go you know what we're not going to do this and then after all the car companies have jumped in a hundred percent it's very difficult to switch so they're looking at hydrogen as a possible option that would actually charge a battery-powered car which is a great idea And it would also charge a combustion engine. There has have to be a modification to that. But if you had an older car, you don't want to get rid of it. That's an option. And I also recently did a video on synthetic fuel. I think you may have been out of town that that week. Uh, But Porsche has invested billions of dollars, as well as other companies like Aramco, which is out of the Middle East, uh, and Repsol out of Spain, and Shell, that have invested billions of dollars. And they're almost there. They're, They're actually testing it take full synthetic fuel you pump it in your gas tank as it is now use your as your fiat is now as your elf is now
1: whatever it is you're driving and it runs and what comes with right. the
5: tailpipe is no emissions
1: cool stuff coming thank soon. you lauren fix i appreciate you very much and um yeah we'll have one more week before we hit the holidays so we will talk to you next week and i am sure you will tout all the beauties of the electric vehicle Lauren Fix here every Monday on Motoring Monday on the Idala Power Hour. I'm going to take a quick break and we were going to come back with our last segment and have a little bit of fun with Christina Fontanelli and little Frank Sinatra, a little Rapid Pulse and all of the above. Don't go anywhere.
0: Freehold Mitsubishi in Freehold Township, New Jersey is proud to be an automotive leader in our area and sponsor of the Power Hour with Arthur Idala. A new generation of independent, modern and savvy consumers who want styling and value are looking at the all new 2022 Mitsubishi Outlander and finding Mitsubishi's industry-leading 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain limited warranty and available seven passenger seating makes outlander an outstanding choice drive one today at freehold mitsubishi for best selection let's go visit freeholdmitsubishi.com or call 732-863-2788 New York City's first and only life plan community, River's Edge, will soon be built on a 32-acre campus along the Hudson River, just minutes away from Grand Central and Riverdale. River's Edge, a community for adults ages 62 and up, combines a cosmopolitan lifestyle with the security of knowing that if your health changes, your needs can be met seamlessly right where you live. You have a life plan with easy access to uninterrupted on-site care at no additional cost, no matter how your needs change. River's Edge, your plan for wonderful. Call 844-55-RIVER. That's 844-55-RIVER or visit... At riversedge.org. Come back to the ultimate rock Christmas tradition, Trans Siberian Orchestra Live. In concert Tuesday, December 27th, two shows at Prudential Center. Tickets on sale now at Ticketmaster.com. Trans Siberian Orchestra's The Ghost of Christmas Eve, The Best of TSL, and more. Produced by Metamorphic Concerts. And now for a limited time only, AM970 The Answer giving away four sets of tickets to this must see show. Enter at AM970TheAnswer.com and click on the Trans Siberian Orchestra banner enter to win now
2: what's the best product i bought this year oh that's easy salon pain relieving patches the proven medicines in salon patches reduce my pain and let me do the things i need to do every day
0: in a recent clinical study patients using Salonpas reported improved sleep mood and the ability to work they had less pain and were able to reduce their use of oral pain medications.
3: For pain, I use salon pubs. It's good medicine. First, we decide where we want to go. Then we need to know the best way to get there. Hi, my name is Adam Barada. I'm the owner of Advantage Gold. We're the highest rated precious metals firm in the country. We teach people how to own physical gold and silver. That's 800-900-8000. Get the best information, the best process, the best service, the best value. Call Advantage Gold at 800-900-8000. Call 800-900-8000.
0: Advantage Gold is not an investment advisor or a tax advisor. Consult with your financial advisor before investing. Kevin McCullough is next on AM970, The Answer.
1: It's not me singing that's for sure that is the great christina fontanelli a friend of the show hello christina how are you bon yes,
4: sir. yes hello there the power hour that's for sure i'm delighted to be back on the show thank you so much
1: thank you i heard your wonderful uh, live appearance on my friend frank morano's show i don't know if it was last week or the week before and uh, you're a, you're a real trooper i mean he's has one of the best shows around, but I think you were there live in the middle of the night. I was accurate?
4: live there in the middle of the night to be out of New York was really an experience. And, and to sit there with Frank in the studio was worth every minute of uh, taking a chance.
1: <laughs> I, I, I couldn't agree more. Anytime I could breathe the same air that he does. It's a, it's a beautiful day. Um, tell us real quick about where you're performing this weekend.
4: Okay Arthur it's the 19th annual Christmas in Italy it's taking place at Lincoln Center this year and it's at the Bruno Walter Auditorium for the Performing Arts at Lincoln Center um you know, the show has got so much Italian heart, Italian joy. Thank you for starting my segment with that great song, because that's what we're all about, you know, bringing that Italian spirit to Christmas and celebrating the season.
1: Uh, believe me, I already started cooking the seven fishes. I'm all over it. Um, I, I le- love Christina, it. Christina, let me ask you, what, what, what days is the is show? I just want people who are listening, if they want to stop yeah, by no, Yeah, buy Absolutely.
4: It's Saturday, this Saturday, December 17th. We have a 2.30 and a 7.30. And I'll, I'm going to tell the audience, we'd love to welcome you. We are basically almost sold out. We have a handful of tickets, so if they really, really want to come, they have to log on immediately, get the tickets, or even just call my office, and we'll see if we can squeeze them in. I mean, we have a lot of kids performing. We have a dance troupe from Staten Island, and we have the Zevarian High School Middle School from Brooklyn coming, and a young tenor, and it's just like an extravaganza. So everyone's running to get their tickets to see that that's that's
1: that's great i'm sure it's going to be a wonderful show everyone just just look up christina fontanelli go to her website or go i'm sure on the lincoln center website along the lines there there's got to be uh What is it called, Christmas in Italy, Italian Christmas? Christmas
4: in Italy. I know there's a couple of tickets on Eventbrite or look up my website or just call my office, 212-967-1926, and we'll see what we can do for you. But we're already even planning for next year, Arthur. Maybe you
1: can join us, you know? Well, as as long as Ariana lets me go, my one-year-old, then next year she'll be two years old, then we'll be all right. And she can sing with us. Wonderful. All right, Christina Fontanelli, thank you so much. We appreciate it. I'm sure you're going to have a, an outrageously successful weekend, and thank you for all you do uh, for the arts and for keeping the Italian uh, spirit alive and well here in the United States of America.
4: Thank you, Arthur. Buon Natale. Buon Natale.
1: Thank you. Christina Fontanelli here on uh, Arthur I. Power Hour on AM 970, The Answer. Before we go, I just want to point out a a op-ed that i believe was in the washington post that had to be fixed today um they made a big deal uh it wasn't it was it wasn't it was by an author it wasn't the editorial board about how there are not enough black people on the argentinian soccer team they are in the semifinals: uh argentina croatia france and morocco and uh They made this big deal about, you know, there's no, there's no black players on the Argentinian team. And they got into the whole history of why. And, uh, and they wrote in the article that 1%, 1% of the Argentinian population is in fact black. And how come, you know, like 1% of the team isn't black? And they had to correct it today that there was a typo. And actually, it's less than. 1% 1% of the Argentinian population is black. You know, it's just crazy. Instead of complimenting the team for its success, instead of, uh, you know, talking about how, I don't know. It just, I have no problem telling you that if it was the Nigerian team, I would end that one, uh, or Cameroon or whatever. And, and there was a hundred percent of black players. I, I, I wouldn't be making a big deal. Well, why isn't there a white guy there? I don't. I don't even look at that. I don't look at the NBA and and I don't look at the the, the major league baseball or the NFL and what percentage of of people are black or white or Dominican or, or, or come on, you know we just propagate that we propagate it. Let's let's make articles about it. There should be more of this. There should be more of that. Like let's just love everyone and be proud of everyone and encourage everyone. For who they are and what they are in 2023, almost. I'm not saying a hundred years ago, 50 years ago, 25 years ago, things needed to be different. But you're giving the Argentinian World Cup, they're, in, they're the top four teams left. You're giving them a hard time because of the racial makeup of their team. That's just the racial makeup of their of their society. Do you recommend the woman who wrote this article, should they just draft a black person? Oh, we need a black on the team. Let's throw him on. That's insulting. That's horribly insulting. If it happens to qualify and be someone who belongs on the team, that's different. And if it was the other way around, if it was uh, hypothetically less than one, no. In, in reality, less than 1% of their population is black. But if you know what? All the le- the best players happen to be black, and the Argentinian team is all black, even though 99.6% of their population is, uh, is white. But the- if they have a whole black team, good for them. Nuts, man, nuts. Let me tell you what was nuts on a lighter note, as Imran is in... The Sinatra Room. Happy birthday, Frank Sinatra. Um, he's been a big part of my life since I'm a little boy. My parents had it on all the time. I found a, uh, a picture um, in a memory box of a guy named Sonny DeLuca, who uh, has been, was part of our lives. He was the car- a master carpenter, a, a very artistic painter. Um, he passed away some time ago. I don't know, a dozen years ago, something along those lines. I remember going to his hospital room. And he was on life support um, and he was unconscious. And I just, I was there all alone as a pouring rain night. And I took a piece of paper towel and I started writing him a note. And as I was leaving, he woke up. And this is someone I know literally my whole life at that time. Um, and for the first time, Sonny DeLuca, who was a pretty tough guy, he used to say, I said, Sonny, what are you, Irish, Italian? He goes, I'm half Scotch, I'm half water. He. Uh, <laughs> And that's what he would drink, John Begg with water. Uh, But he was always in our house. He was always painting. He was always happy. He always had a cigarette dangling from his mouth. And uh, that tough guy laying in his deathbed told me that he loved me. And I give a lot of credit to him about um Frank Sinatra because he always was playing Sinatra. At that time, my mom played the piano all the time. She would be playing Sinatra. My sonny would be singing Sinatra. My father would have the video camera playing Sinatra. Sometimes Lou D next door, he'd be singing Sinatra. Then Dougie and I would come home from high school and we'd be singing Sinatra. I mean, it was just, it, it was a lot of fun. So the Happy birthday, Frank Sinatra and Sonny. Thanks for making that fun. And Chick, thanks for playing the piano. And Padre, thanks for videoing it all. It's in your library somewhere. And in Padre's library is uh, a bunch of videos from 30 years ago of my band Rapid Pulse playing. We rehearsed uh, this Sunday. I, I am obviously not objective, but we sounded pretty tight. Imran's in the named Sinatra room. I call it now the Sinatra Lounge at Idola, Petuna, and Kamins here in 45th and 5th in Manhattan. He's rehearsing his saxophone solo as we speak. Um, the Sinatra Lounge here at ABK is filled with a lot of uh, Sinatra memorabilia, some of it given by friends, some of it got my parents. My mother's got all these plates Of Sinatra's face on it. He had a tremendous impact on our society. But the other picture that hangs in the Sinatra room is that of the Rolling Stones. And today in 2008, the town where Mick Jagger and Keith Richards grew up announced it was going to name streets in a new estate after the Rolling Stones songs. 13 streets in Dartford, Kent were to be given names such as Angie Muse, Babylon Close, Sympathy Street, Little Red Walk and Satisfaction Street. So the song is Satisfaction. The song is Little Red Rooster. The song is Sympathy for the Devil. The song is called Angie. Um, And it said they were going to put a street called Ruby Tuesday Drive, but the police were concerned the street signs might be stolen by fans. So any of you guys who are lucky enough to come uh, into our law offices for fun and not for business, there were a lot of people here for business today. I'm going to be here at least until 11 o'clock. So... Mom, don't worry. I'll take a car home. Marianne, just, you know, leave the lights on. I have so much paperwork in front of me. runs inside blowing the sacks. Um, we have a bunch of great shows lined up. Tomorrow night, live. I can't believe I forgot this. Live from Times Square. San Bellino, tomorrow night, live from Times Square. The weather's going to be a little chilly, but we're going to make it hot, hot, hot. We'll talk to you tomorrow, live from Times Square. One single try. I jump right
0: on a big bird. And then I fly. The preceding program sponsored by Freehold Mitsubishi